The information contained within this podcast does not consider your personal circumstances and is of a general nature only. You should not act on it without first obtaining professional financial advice specific to your circumstances. Paul Atherton is an ex-Wall Street advisor on a mission to help young people win back their financial power, wealth and security. He does this by helping them understand the hidden world of finance, risk and investments, helps them figure out how it impacts them and to seize the opportunities to make it work to their advantage. This is Paul Street Journal. I'm here with Paul Atherton. How are you, Paul? Hey, Tim. How are you? Very well. Uh, I've got a budget. I've sorted out my super, I'm mm. investing. I'm just wondering, is that enough or do I need an overarching plan that kind of describes all those things? Oh, that's very good, Tim. You must be listening then. That's right. So do or yeah, I get asked this, do I need a plan? And um, so what do they say? A goal without a plan is just a wish. And what do we all wish for? More money. I've heard anybody say, I wish I had less money. Um, <laughs> That's the thing, I, you know, that, that, that literally the difference, a goal without a plan is just a wish. Well, a goal with a plan is not a wish, it's just a plan. Actually, I wish everybody would do it, you know, we're busy, aren't we? Everyone should have a plan, and everyone should have a financial plan. And the reality is that a good financial plan is not easy, and it takes time, and you need to sit down and do it. And, and that's potentially one of the reasons why hardly any of us do it. So, you know, it's hard work. Why is it hard work? Well, think of the, some of the things you've got to think about. So how much do I save? Do I need an emergency fund? Do I need insurance? Well, if I do have insurance, what type of insurance do I need? Do I invest money? How much do I invest? What are good investments? How much should I save for a mortgage? How much should I save in general? When I go buy a house, is a house too expensive? Do I need lenders, mortgage insurance, and so on? I, I think there's loads of questions. So apart from listening, to our uh, lovely show, Tim. This has all got to be taken account into a plan. And understanding, that's just scratching the surface because now we've got to navigate rules, legal, tax implications, legislative landscapes. And these are imperative. And that, does that seem like hard work? Well, yes, it is. And often this, again, is a specialty skill. So as I've mentioned before, get help. Get somebody that can help you. And a financial planner is perfect for that. But And a financial planner with significant experience, of course, and I think we're going to do a podcast on how to pick a financial planner. Nevertheless, you can do it, you can do it by yourself, but don't, don't, don't think it won't take a little bit of work, and it, and, it, and it does. So do you need a financial plan? If I showed you two couples, I'm a little bit older than you, Tim, so I've seen these couples. I've seen couple A and couple B, and the two couples, couple A, have taken very good care of their finances for a very young age. They've got everything in its place and a place for everything. They made sure they saved, they understood what they were doing and they invested. And then let's take couple B. And couple B is, you know what, we'll take care of that tomorrow, we're living free, we're enjoying our life. Now that's fine. In several decades from that stage, uh, you're gonna have two totally different couples. You're gonna have one that's wealthy and one that is really hard up. And I have those people in my life couple A's and couple B's. Now, you want to be couple A. Everybody wants to be that, and it should. Now, unfortunately, most are in the couple B. <laughs> most people uh, take no plan until the last minute. And there's been a recent survey done by Core Data, which is a global financial specialist uh, firm, that research firm, and they found that 90% of the, what they call financial superstars, they got their act together, 90% of those 
had seen advice. They'd either regularly consult an advisor or have consulted an advisor. In other words, they've worked on a plan with somebody to scratch out a future. And that's exactly what ended them into financial superstars. And to just to see the contrast, those at the bottom of the list, those in, you know, financial wellness category, unhealthy, which was quite a significant number, by the way, only 0.6%, so 0.6% had ever seen an advisor. Right, what does that mean? That means if you don't take your finances seriously, you're going to end up in serious trouble. The absolute opposite is true. If you take your finances seriously, you will be in good shape. That's it. You will. I don't care what career you're taking. I don't care what path you take. If you take it seriously, you will be in good financial health when it comes even remotely close to retiring. And I've seen this again and again and again. It's so fundamental. It's like it's the law. Is, it's almost like gravity. It's so fundamental. So you're going to think about a financial plan. And I think there are five various levels of this. The first and the fundamental level is a budget. Okay, so everybody should have a budget. You can have a very detailed budget. You go down and you map every dollar you spend and your monthly bills and, okay, I know. And, you know, you put it on Excel and you're at the end of every month, you map out the gap between what you spend and what you don't spend. And you realize you can cut back on $4 lattes. And no, nobody lives like this. Nobody should. Not really. Um, I know, by the way, I know people have done this, but it's usually ended up in divorce. <laughs> so budgets. I'm not talking really, you can set a budget, but what I do is once, maybe twice a year, is I map it out, I do, onto an Excel, put a rough, rough budget. I play the 80-20 rule here. Get 80% of the big spending items, get it mostly right, and I should be in good shape. And what that does is it captures for me my spending, and it gives me a, a decent sense. That's what you want, an 80-20 rule. It gives me a decent sense of what I'm spending, and you make sure that you are earning more than that. And I guess most advisors say, cut back on the lattes. And that's one side of the balance sheet. I say, earn more money. Look at the other side. There are ways to sort of eke out a bit more um, in terms of your earning. Nevertheless, budget is the basics. Second level, my um, pet area of uh, concern for everyone is debt management and debt elimination. No one, no one became wealthy by being overburdened by debt. Debt is extremely dangerous. I always say debt is the terminator because it can't be reasoned with, it can't be negotiated with, and it absolutely will not stop. So debt, you need to take head on, just like in the terminator. So debt management would be the second level. Third, after you've managed your budget, you've got debt under management or eliminated, you now need to start building your knowledge and your goals, as we've spoken about. Set yourself goals. Be very clear what you want to do, what targets you want to get, what savings goals, what investment goals, and how you're going to get there. You may say, I want to be a millionaire by the end of the year, Tim, but let's sit down and see how realistic that is. And you don't want to take unnecessary risk by trying to get an unreasonable goal, which comes to number four on this list on the hierarchy. So if you think of this in terms of a pyramid, at the base you've got the budget, the next the debt, managing your debt, then thirdly, building uh, knowledge and your goals. And the further up the top is managing your risk. So managing your risk comes on two forms. It's diversifying, understanding the exposure that you have, 
almost everyone, so 100% of my new clients have had taken on more risk than they realize, 100%. And that will be the, probably be the case for most of our listeners. So understand that. Are you too exposed to Australia, too exposed to debt, too exposed to stocks? Uh, maybe you're in, this is the classic, you're in what I call a liquid products. You can't leave. So it's all well and good that you, you say that you're worth $10 million, but if you can't access that, you're not. You're not. Right. So, you, so, so liquid assets, but also managing your risk is about insurance. So you should be insured. You should um, absolutely. I mean, people insure their cell phones. You should be in, insuring yourself. And fifth, um, at the top is planning for the future. So set, setting longer term goals, targets like uh, retire by 40, um, how much you will need to live by. You know, what, what, what kind of spending habits do you have? What standard of living do you expect and what the, what that will mean? Um, and then extrapolate that out to a nice ripe old age. So that's planning for the future. So there are the five categories, major points of budget planning and financial planning that you should think about in terms of Maslow's hierarchy needs. This is the same for finance. Get that together. And if you can, get some help. Great. Well, thank you for sorting it out for me. Yeah, cheers, Tim. Paul Street Journal. <laughs>